morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. And today I was hoping to do a little bit lighter of an essay and a podcast because last week's series on the gospel and prophecy and how they're intertwined, you know, could have been a little heavy in some areas, a lot of theology. And I was hoping to go a little lighter today for your sake and my sake. Well, I could, thanks to the Lord. I'm talking today about a wonderful end to my week and how the Lord sustains us, not just in big ways, but little ways too. It was a tough week in my little sphere. Many organizations and businesses are reporting an employment shortage and we at school are no exception. We have a very short substitute list. And when subs are in short supply, we need to pull people from anywhere and everywhere out of their normal programs to cover those classes. And this impacts everyone. We are really all stretched thin. Prices are rising fast too. And I juggle and jiggle and juggle the budget again and again to adjust. It's August in Georgia and it's hot and I get tired and I'm waiting for the brutal Georgia August to slide into September cooler fall weather. Since our rents are rising too, I need to watch every penny like a hawk. If I want to buy something, I even if I need it, I have to ask, can it wait? Or do I really need it? And if it can't wait and I do need it, I have to ask, well, if I get this, what else can I do without? So just living these days takes a lot of mental energy and even more emotional energy, especially at school where we need to stay upbeat and encouraging for the children's sake. But outside of that, I do get grumpy and I repent. I get irritable and I repent. I feel sorry for myself and I repent. And on and on the cycle goes. Learning to be content in every circumstance, like Paul said in Philippians 4, also takes energy. Now, I love living alone and being alone, but Sometimes living alone is hard because every blessed thing that happens in my life has to be done by me. Checking the oil in the car, getting gas, doing taxes, eating, which involved making enough money to get groceries, loading and unloading the groceries, storing the groceries, cooking the meal from the groceries. Now, I'm not complaining. It's just how it is when you live alone, which I do love. It's just the way it is these days. So Friday, yesterday, I arrived home from school in 100 degree heat, staggered across the hot parking lot, exhausted, bearing a couple of bags from the dollar store, one of them containing the night's dinner, a can of refried beans. And what do I see on my doorstep table? Flowers. I love flowers. My friend, the flower farmer, had dropped off a large and beautiful bouquet. Now, how that brightened my day. Awesome. It was awesome. As I get to the mailbox, what do I pull out? 
a surprise sent to me from my Amazon wish list, a couple of black velvet pillow covers. It was from church friends with a card saying that they love me. Now, how awesome is that? I adore velvet. I always have. Remember the 70s? That was velour central for fashion. Velour is just the French word for velvet. I'm able to adjust my home decor a bit now that I do not have any cats. Velvet was just too much of a magnet for cat hair, especially black velvet, since one of my former cats had white fur. But I'm also looking forward to having a tabletop Christmas tree and setting out my holiday decor when the time comes. But meanwhile, velvet. This is how I feel about velvet the way George Costanza did when he said he wanted to be ensconced in it. Well, the velvet pillow covers were just beautiful. They fit, they look good, and I absolutely love them. They're so soft. Then I fire up my computer and I check my bank balance. Now I'm paid monthly and I live for 12 months on a six month salary because we're only paid for our 190 days of work at school. Even though it's stretched out and we do get a paycheck monthly, it reflects six months worth of salary. August is a long month. I grocery shop three or four times, about weekly or maybe every eight to nine days. But there are five weeks in August. So how far do I need to stretch my groceries as I scan my online account? Do I have enough to squeak another grocery run before I get paid midweek? What? At my bank balance, I see someone had sent me a donation through PayPal, and there was this strange, quote, credit via Amazon that I can't figure out. But it's enough for another small grocery run to get me to payday. Just enough and just in time. So really, there's no need for me to be grumpy, irritable, worried. The Lord provides. He provides financial means to live. He provides friends who care. He provided his word and the Holy Spirit in me to sustain me. Now, I am overcome with grief, relief, and gratitude. I don't write the above to elicit pity or worry from anyone. No, not at all. I mostly enjoy the mental challenge of making sure I shepherd the Lord's provisions well. I feel a sense of satisfaction when I meet my goals at the end of the month. And I make a game of budgeting and meeting those goals. It's okay. I'm not complaining. It's just that I specifically want to show that the Lord provides and how he provides. His sustenance extends beyond what I can even imagine and is so creative. He uses other believers to offer help and encouragement. He builds his church so the local church family can sustain each other. He even makes weird credits appear. But his provision is not only financial. The care behind the wish list gift the dropped-off flowers were so welcome. And here's a couple of more smaller ways the Lord provided 
on at Friday at school too. A staff member's husband brought in a Danish for everyone on the second grade team. When I returned to my teacher's classroom from assessing students elsewhere, there was a paper plate, a fork, the treat with a napkin covering it. How nice to be served something. As a person who lives alone, being served makes a huge impact and the Danish was delicious too. Another staff member's husband brought in a bucket of Reese's cups, put them in the central lounge and an email went out offering any to one and all. See, these little things are so precious. Do you know how far it goes on a busy Friday after a long COVID week at school to be given free chocolate? A million dollar lottery ticket joy, that's how far. So look for the large provisions from the Lord for he keeps his promises. And also rejoice in the little provisions too. Flowers, a Reese's cup, Danish, a timely donation, a surprise gift. They're all so wonderful and they're from the Lord and his providence and care. Now I'm sure I'm not the only one dealing with rising prices, stretched budget, work exhaustion, COVID weariness, and a tendency to irritability. So here are some verses promising that the Lord's eye is upon us and he cares for us. Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Proverbs 10.3, The Lord will not allow the righteous to hunger, but he will reject the craving of the wicked. Ephesians 3.20 says, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Or this from 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace overflow to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything you may have an abundance for every good deed. And here's one more, the big one. I'll end with this. Consider the ravens that they neither sow nor reap. They have no storeroom nor barn, and yet God feeds them. How much more valuable you are than the birds. Luke 2, 12, 24. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you are a bit encouraged, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend.